Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for us at keyword World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, are you as happy as I am? It is party time here. Welcome to our playground here on Star Style. Be the star you are. A positive hour of talk radio with your personal growth coaches. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we love being here with you every week to pump you up. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by the ninth Annual National Be The Star You Are essay contest sponsored by U.S. Bank. You can win dollars, books, publication, and, of course, interviews right here on this radio show as well as our sister show, Express Yourself. Visit btsya.org for more information. And this is the miracle moment. Fast takes longer when you're in a hurry, so keep calm and saunter on. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Sometimes we get going so fast. I know I do, Heather, and I know you do, too, that sometimes I end up, you know, like doubling back. It seems like this has been one of those weeks about catching up. So mm-hmm. I think this is a good one to remember, that sometimes we just got to pause and take a break. And uh, here's a couple of techniques that we learn from kids that can help anybody, you know, take their game or their life to a whole new level. Once a day. Play and imagine as if you're already there because kids are always imagining. And always have gratitude as if you have already received what you need. And then every now and then do something physically that you probably wouldn't have done, you know, some other time. You know, like Heather, you and I, we like to do cartwheels, (laughs) look for unicorns, (laughs) praise yourself, reward yourself, or maybe do the chicken dance. Anyway. (laughs) I like to have a little bit of fun. As you can see, we're having fun today. So Heather and I have lined up a great informational program for you. Coming up in Health Matters, Heather's going to talk about celiac disease, which affects one in every 100 American Caucasians, a statistic that I did not know about. And if you've ever 
lost or had your cell phone stolen, segment two is for you. And with All Souls Day being today, we're going to talk about Ouija boards in our final segment, but end with how books and educational toys are going to grow our brains. So sit back, relax, and play with us for the next hour. So, Heather, one in every hundred American Caucasians suffer from celiac disease, but what is it, what are the signs, is it treatable? What's the latest data on this? Yeah, well, you know, I think in, uh, in the last couple of years, really, celiac disease has really become, um, a part of everyday topic because of this whole gluten-free trend. And again, I'm just saying that gluten-free doesn't necessarily mean healthier foods, but for these, um, certain individuals who suffer from celiac, gluten-free is the only way. And what celiac disease actually is, is it's a, it's a human condition that damages, um, the small intestine. It actually causes you, um, or prevents you from from absorbing uh, parts of foods that are important um, for our bodies to stay healthy. And this damage is often a reaction to gluten, which a lot of times, you know, when we read labels, you don't see gluten, which can be really difficult for people who have an intolerance to it, trying to find what it is and what's not. But typically gluten is found in wheat, barley, rye, um, and sometimes oats. So, um, you know, it's definitely, it's in the beer, it's in the bread, it's in the muffins, it's in the cakes, and, um, you know, and that can seem really limiting, but also for people that experience it, because um, as I said before, is that right now it's becoming this big trend, gluten-free, and sometimes people think that they may have it. A lot of people have insensitivities to gluten, um, meaning they have kind of slight reactions, and as you said, that one hundred actually has celiac disease. Um, and so what the kind of, uh, you know, symptoms of it originally and why, you know, it can be very hard to detect because it mocks a lot of things. Uh, sometimes people will they'll eat something and you know, they'll have um, abdominal pain, bloating, gas, kind of painful indigestion, constipation, um, diarrhea, sometimes um, nausea or in the very beginning stages when um, sometimes people's bodies are first starting to reject it, they might have a lactose intolerance, which, um, again, these are all things that just sound like food sensitivities. So, yeah, and, and can I ask you a question? Yeah. To know, do you have to be diagnosed? I mean, if you start having these symptoms, it is the best thing to do to go into your intern or your physician to find out if you have an, you know, an intolerance? Yeah, I think the best thing, as again, I think we're, we're quite the society where we self-diagnose or, you know, we ask other friends or we go online. Um, I personally, I, I'm, I'm not gluten-free, but I do have friends who have actually been diagnosed with celiac disease and they're beginning symptoms where, you know, they just always seemed, you know, they felt like they were gaining weight and, you know, they were still eating really healthy and, and just always had really painful, you know, indigestion and stomach aches and, um, and I'm getting, you know, one of my friends thought, you know, possibly she has had stomach ulcers, so wasn't thinking the worst. And my doctor went and she first went in, they said, you might have some insensitivities to food, you know, tell me, you know, what you eat. And so they had said, you know, possibly you might have celiac disease, which is called some gluten. So they said, for two weeks, um, you know, I want you to cut out all this these certain foods, you know, and look on the labels of what you'll be looking for. And so when I did it, and in those few weeks, she felt amazing. And so they definitely knew. So then when she tried to uh, reintroduce it back in, she got very sick again. So that probably showed, you know, that 
her body's just not absorbing it correctly. And, uh, you know, so I get in a lot of, some people just have sensitivities to it. Some people now are eating gluten-free because they, they feel better with that. I'm not doing anything, you know, saying that, you know, it's, it's People, gluten-free is definitely healthy, um, but like all things, you, know, you need to read the labels because cake is still cake. Even if it's made with gluten-free flour, it's still cake. So um, a lot of times people think gluten-free is fat-free. Um, it's just reading reading your labels with that, and I always recommend um, to go into your doctor because possibly you might think, oh, it's just, you know, it is still actually, and it could actually be something um far worse or maybe not as extreme. Um, so you always want to get the proper diagnosis with people, with a, with a doctor, of course. But, you know, uh, I want to also uh, say that I find this interesting is that one of our teen reporters, Tanner O'Dell, on Express Yourself that you can hear on Tuesdays on Voice America Kids Network at noon Pacific is actually uh, a gluten-free chef. And oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really, it is really awesome. So everything that he talks about is all the, it's all these great recipes to help you if, you know, if you're intolerant to many different things. And I really never really understood it. And I didn't understand before you were talking about this that it was related to um, celiac disease. So I would encourage people to check out um, Tanner O'Dell's segments. And I know he's doing he's doing a special segment for the elections, like what people should be eating <laughs> on election yeah. day <laughs> to be healthy. But you can check that out at Express Yourself teenradio.com or you can go to the Voice America Kids Network and look for Express Yourself and again his name is Tanner O'Dell so that's really fun he's uh, and he's in Texas by the way yeah. so that's pretty, yeah. pretty and, great and that's so let's get back to a celiac disease because one of the things that you said at the top of the hour is that more people are finding that they are having sensitivities to food and they're either lactose intolerant or they're having some kind of reaction to other foods. Do you think that some of this is environmentally caused, you know, our air, the pollution, the environment? What's happening out there? Oh, yeah, I think completely, you know, it's, um, you know, it is, it, that's actually kind of a, a mix of right in the middle of the line because I do feel, you know, the way in today's society we're, we're eating a lot more processed food, um, genetically engineered food, not as healthy. We're not, you know, we don't, uh, our, our food is coming from very far away and a lot of it is processed. And over time, you know, that uh, it seems like all of a sudden they're finding there's a disease or an insensitivity or an allergy to everything now. And it seems that all of a sudden there's just these incredibly high increases of it. Um, but that kind of brings us to that now medicine has changed. Many, maybe many years ago when people had these symptoms, they were being considered something else. And as we've seen, you know, in history of medicine that, you know, how they should think women were crazy and, you know, all these, all, so many things. I think, you know, our. Right, that's where uh, hysterectomy comes from, right? Hysteria. You know, and our own information has improved, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I think it is. I think it is a both a nurture and nature thing, because I think at the same time, um, there's also you know pollutants in the air. Um, they're seeing you know that um, certain medication. You know, kids seem to be put on all kinds of medications today, and things are causing you know early puberty in children, um, stunting their growth. Um, it's causing other you know disorders. Um, 
you know, learning just about all these kinds of things that I think it does play into with our environmental situation of, you know, the air we're breathing, the water. We know it's at unhealthier levels today. So I think that really has um, changed, you know, the human body and what we're, you know, able to, uh, you know, digest and, and not digest. I mean, think just back, you know, in the caveman years of, you know, now, you know, you go, you go, you travel and you can get very, very sick because you're not used to eating the kind of food and the kind of things that people have built up, you know, and almost a, a resistance to. Um, but things like, you know, in the cave bands, you know, they were eating raw birds and animals and game and all that kind of stuff. And um, lots and lots of, of, of roots and vegetables and vegetation. And it's good that many people are becoming aware of sustainability and the importance of farm to table and eating foods that, you know, that are grown more locally. Like just today before the radio show, I delivered four dozen fresh eggs to clients, you know, that are, these eggs are from my uh, free-range chickens who eat just, they eat bugs and what they're supposed to. And this is what helps people keep healthy. I wanted to throw out something. I saw this statistic, and I don't know if in your research or in your expertise, you know anything about this because you already talked about the symptoms of celiac disease. and uh, But I had also read that if this disorder continues and people continue to eat gluten and they don't go and get treated, that their chances of increasing gastrointestinal cancer increase by a factor of 40 to 100 times that of the normal population. So, what they're saying is that gastrointestinal carcinoma or lymphoma develops up to 15% of patients that oh, have untreated celiac disease. Com- completely. I mean, the complications of it, like all things, when left untreated, it's going to get worse and cause other other things or, you know, just, uh, you know, accelerate them. Well, the whole thing is because your body isn't absorbing a mineral crack. Same thing with diabetes, how your body isn't, um, you know, breaking down um, sugars correctly. So that can cause, you know, blindness and, like, all these kind of things. Um, if left untreated, uh, it, again, yeah, it can increase um, intestinal cancer, liver disease, um, infertility, low uh, low blood sugar counts. Um, as well as low blood counts and even bone disease, such as osteoporosis, because your body is not um, absorbing it's in your intestine line. So it's it's fascinating you know, how the, the body works. That everything in there really is, you know, has knee bones connected to the all that kind of stuff. That everything is is connected um, and needs to work properly. Um, so those are really important. If you're feeling, you know, any of these signs are just, you know, guys, you feel like you know, you've been eating things processed, not so like me, you may just have another food insensitivity. Um, or maybe your body, you know, isn't absorbing minerals correctly. Um, a lot of times vegetarians, you know, have a hard time uh, getting, you know, full, complete proteins or, or vitamin D. Um, you know, sometimes when people are, are you know, anemic, they need, um, you know, they need more, I'm blanking at the moment, I wanted to say nickel, but that's not iron. They need more iron um, in their body. So it's all everything, you know, it goes what goes in your body, but what affects your body. Food gives you nutrients as well as it, you know, help, helps your heart, it helps your brain. So you want to make sure whatever you're eating is going to be the complete package for your body um, and not cause you any harm. I have one more question before we run out of time. Is there any study that shows why it is American Caucasians as opposed to 
people, Caucasians in other countries, or any other race that gets this disease? Yes, is there I don't any have reason any or that you know of? That my own personal opinion is, um, especially you know, with Americans here, how we eat more of a processed food diet, and these and this seems to be more of a crazy something that's been um, studied more within the United States. I'm not quite sure. It's you know, sort of similar why um, certain diseases are more prone to African Americans or Hispanics. Um, I think you know, people don't really know exactly if there is a study out there. I I have not stumbled upon it yet, unless unless you have. But my own personal view is based on um, you know the current state, the, the uh, you know the air, the water, the food, the lifestyle that we live in America, as well as the studies um, that we do in relation to this healthcare. Well, that makes total sense because here in America, I suppose that's my biggest sadness being a world traveler is when I first started traveling, you know, and, and going to many different countries, there never were any of these fast food chains or any of that. And I always loved indulging in just the culture and the, the foods of the country and everything seemed fresh and there were no grand supermarkets and any of that. And now, no matter where you go, and I won't name names, but everywhere you go, there are all the big American chains. And in fact, in many countries, uh, that is what people now is their preferred food. So that's a little bit sad. So in yeah. any case, Heather, wonderful segment, really great information. And again, I want to just remind our listeners that if you want to find out some fantastic recipes, tune in to Express Yourself on the times that Tanner O'Dell our teen chef is on because he has just really, really healthy ways of eating. His segment is called Live to Eat, and he wants people to live to eat and eat to live, you know. In any case, well, thank you. Give out the websites, Heather. Most definitely. We want you to be the com as well as be the org. And when we come back from break, we are going to look at cell phones. What happens when you lose your cell phone or it's stolen? Should you get the insurance? Should you not? What's out there? How can you protect yourself? It's a great segment. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Don't you go away. Stay right here with us. We'll be back in a bit. The star you are. The star you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market business bites here's cynthia bryan Do you know a formula for success? Many people think it's working longer hours or working harder, but that does not spell success. You need to work with maximum effectiveness in order to be successful, and sometimes that means pausing and taking a break. When your personal and business life is in balance, your experience is better. You will have less conflict and definitely less stress. This balance allows you to become more effective and get more work done in less time. Plan your work and work your plan. When you love what you do, there is nothing hard about your career. If you find yourself working longer, get more organized, delegate the details, and don't procrastinate. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. 
I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. To book a coaching session in person, by phone, or by Skype, call 925-377-STAR or visit StarStyleProductions.com. Be star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. You are the Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. It is so fun to be partying with you today live here on World Talk Radio. Thanks for staying tuned to the most positive program on the planet, the ninth annual Be the Star You Are National Essay Contest has launched, sponsored by U.S. Bank. We want you to enter. You'll win money, guest appearances on this show and possibly our other show, as well as publication. And you'll get some books and lots of other gifts. There's a lot of different prizes this year. What we love about it is the topic. And here it is. We live in a world of turmoil, violence, greed, and isolation. How could we create a more peaceful planet through benevolence, compassion, communication, and understanding? And I'm sure most of you out there will have an answer to this. The great thing is you only have to write 300 to 600 words with a title, and you send it by email attachment to Cynthia at BeTheStarYouAre.org. For more information, visit BTSYA.org. And you can go to our events calendar and it'll take you right to the instructions. So I hope that you will enter. With that said, I want to thank U.S. Bank for sponsoring. And I also want to give a shout out to World Food Market here in Lafayette, California. 
who sponsored a Nichols for Nonprofit program and chose Be the Star You Are as the recipient of um, of the program. And what it was is people would recycle bags and they got each person could donate a nickel to Be the Star You Are. We just received a check for almost $800 and it was just so fantastic. We're jumping for joy because it's the holidays and now with Hurricane Sandy, we need to ship books to people to give them a little bit of pleasure for the holidays. So we are going to be shipping to shelters and charities and others in need with this money that uh, that um, Whole Foods has generously donated. So thank you, Whole Foods. Well, now on to our topic of tracking your missing cell phone. If you have ever had a cell phone lost or stolen, you know the hassles, the frustrations, and the cost to track it and then to replace it. So is buying cell phone insurance the answer? Well, a couple of months ago, Jason Temple, who is a tech writer for the San Francisco Chronicle, wrote an article about tracking his missing cell phone and how it was an absolutely lost cause. At first, he advocated buying insurance. And then after investigating how insurance works, he realized that that was the worst lost cause and the worst investment that anybody could make. So a month later, he wrote a follow-up story in the San Francisco Chronicle saying, on second thought, skip the insurance. Well, since I had my phone stolen a couple of years ago by a workman who was helping to install solar at my house, I was actually writing a check to the contractor um, and stepped away from my car while I was writing it. And the workman reached in, grabbed my phone, stole it, and within a couple hours had uh, I don't know how, I don't know how you download a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff, but he had. So in any case, I found this article very interesting, and uh, I thought that what was written was terrific. So. You need to forgive my paraphrasing, but I want to make sure that our listeners around the world understand what happens when a cell phone is lost or stolen. So I want to start off with, first of all, something that happened in August of this year. There was a man named David Pogue who had an iPhone that went missing on Amtrak. And using Apple's Find My iPhone service, he, the new, he was a, um, the New York Times tech columnist spotted the device. Oh, I should tell you that he was a columnist for the New York Times. Spotted the device a few days later in uh, Maryland. So he contacted the local police department, posted a map locating its exact address to his Twitter followers. And by the end of the day, the police arrived at the home of this, the person who had stolen it, spent over an hour searching for the phone, located it in the backyard. The department's media relations director happily tweeted that the Fed that they would FedEx the phone to David that same night. So that was a mind-blowing ride, he wrote. And it was a story of social media and the web teaming up with law enforcement following a tip from the Find My iPhone feature to reclaim his lost iPhone um, just five hours after he tweeted it. So that was a wonderful, wonderful story, but it's not the typical experience. That happens to consumers, and it certainly wasn't the experience that happened to the San Francisco Chronicle tech writer, James Temple. Um, what happened with him is 
is, first of all, people need to know there is an epidemic of smartphone theft underway. Nationwide, one in three robberies involve cell phones. And this is according to the Federal Communications Commission. Uh, both San Francisco Police Departments and the District Attorney's Office have said the ratio is higher than that, possibly one in two. The, it's like a purse snatching Um or the drunk roll of the 21st century is what one of the police captains in San Francisco said. Now, they're often violent crimes, um, as as other writers have experienced. Last November, there were 40 cell phone muggings in San Francisco, and some of those involve guns, metal pipes, and knives. But most are just strong-arm robberies that often start or end with a punch to the face. The stolen phones circulate back into the consumer's hands, through a, a really big humming black market operation, and the savvier criminals immediately wipe the devices to thwart any tracking or jailbreak them so that they can run on any network. Now, the phones then often surface in impromptu markets around the country or mid-markets. You might see them on the streets or on sites like Craigslist or eBay. Now, what the tracking services, they've run a handful of stories at the Chronicle about the bad guys being tracked down through these location tracking disk services like the one that uh, the New York tech um, guy, Pogue, used. But last month, police took advantage of such an app to find an iPhone stolen by two armed men. And in the process, they recovered the phone, firearms, and property linked to an earlier robbery. But police departments actually don't have the manpower or the equipment to take advantage of devices' uh, geolocation capabilities. It's sort of the luck of the draw, San Francisco police chief uh, said, because obviously if there's a violent crime, they're going to move on it. But if it's just a cell phone and the station is busy, it may get uh, passed up. For example, since I live in a small rural community, when my cell phone was uh, stolen, I, you know, I kept looking for it under the seat, da-da-da, I mean, I had just been on it, and I realized it was gone. I called the cell phone company right away to have to find out what was going on. They already saw all this activity. I called the local police, and the police got on it immediately. But they didn't have any, you know, violent crimes going on. But it would seem some additional pressure can be brought to bear, given a little media attention or a personal stake in the outcome. For example, there was a, a, a Berkeley police chief that has his stolen. <laughs> uh, and so that's kind of an interesting thing when that happens. And they swarmed um, a North Oakland home in search of the iPhone that had been traced there. And But if your dad isn't in law enforcement or you're not a New York Times, uh, you know, writer or columnist, willing to leverage your position, your lost iPhone or other smartphone will probably unfold more like the Chronicle one. And here's what what he had happen. Um, he had gone downtown in San Francisco to have a couple of beers with friends, took a cab home, and somewhere along the way his phone slipped out or possibly was removed from his pocket. When he realized the next morning that it was going, he flipped on Find My iPhone, hoping to discover it was hiding under the couch cushion. But instead, it popped up in a neighborhood in San Francisco. So his first instinct was to drive there and demand his phone back. Then he remembered, and these are his words, he goes, I'm a wimp who values his life. So he decided to call the police instead. He filed a police report, had a quick conversation with San Francisco Police Department, who radioed cars in the area, and they did say, don't get your hopes up. But at 7.30 that night, 
the phone showed up in another district, but now instead of being in San Francisco, it was in Oakland. And it was at that point that he felt that his phone had crossed between that fussy, you know, boundary between being missing and stolen. And he might have dropped it initially, but once it started hopping neighborhoods, he knew it was not in the hands of a good Samaritan, and he knew that it had been stolen, and he thought at least he could write about it, which he did. So by Monday, the trail went cold. The app no longer picked it up. Yellow Cab informed him they didn't retrieve any iPhones. Over the weekend, they never heard back from the police. And AT&T, which was his uh, server, informed him because he didn't have insurance and he was only eight months into his contract, a new iPhone was going to cost almost $500. So he, at this point, it was like, what, $500? This is crazy. So um, he thought, they, they also told him that they would add his phone number to the stolen phones, the IMEI number to the stolen phones registry, which means if anyone else tried to connect it to AT&T, it wouldn't work. Now, Verizon and Sprint have operated these lists for years, but AT&T just started this summer. And it was, you know, it's clearly the right thing to do. But, of course, they probably had to do it under pressure since some of the smaller carriers were doing it. So back, um, the one thing that he was was happy about is that his phone was password protected. So hopefully nobody was able to get into any information that was there. So then he had he he had faith in the fact that maybe cell phone insurance would be a good idea. And he ended his article by telling people that you wouldn't walk down the street carrying an expensive computer or carrying $500 in cash in your hand and basically by carrying a smartphone that costs $500 is exactly what you're doing. You're just inviting somebody. And unfortunately, as you know, as if you're walking down the street, almost everybody has their head they're on a phone or they have a phone in their hand. And so the recommendation was don't keep your phone in your hand. If you're sitting at a bus stop, read a book. Don't be punching your phone in because it's so easy for somebody to follow you and snatch it. But at that point, he thought insurance was a good idea. Then we're going to fast forward just a little bit. And he just, after he had described all this unhappy thing, he thought uh, that maybe he should look into it. Well, unfortunately, he regrets to write that on second thought, skip the cell phone insurance. The math just doesn't work out. It's a really bad investment, said senior electronics editor at Consumer Reports, because the deck is stacked against consumers. So what happens is you've got to read nine pages of fine And here are some of the highlights. The deductible to replace a lost iPhone is $199, which is, of course, the same price for a new iPhone with a two-year contract. So there's no point in having the insurance, right? Now, he got stuck paying hundreds more because he was only eight months into his contract, and companies spread the true uh, true cost of the device over the length of that. But here's the real kicker. Replacement equipment may at the option of the carrier be refurbished equipment or a different kind of like kind or quality. So what the first part means is the company can replace your lost phone with a used one. Even when it charges you $199, it can keep all the fees you've already handed over. And there have been reports of customers receiving replacement phones that just plain don't work. 
So then he did a quick search on Craigslist, and he turned up a used version of the same phone he had lost, and it was $225. So most costs more, but at least potentially that means he could have replaced his phone without insurance for just $26 more than the policy's deductible. And had he not made eight months of his insurance payments, which are about $7 a month, he would have come out ahead with another 30 bucks. So the second part of the exclusion raises the obvious question. What constitutes different equipment of like and of like kind or quality? Is an iPhone 4S, for example, the same as an iPhone 5? The language on these contracts is so loosely written that it gives the insurer the wiggle room. So uh, the only people that are going to defend the programs are the directors of marketing for companies such as Asurion, which is a Nashville outfit that administers insurance programs for AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile. And when a spokesman was called, she said a person who loses an iPhone within three months of purchase could save $450. And the company also stresses it delivers replacements within 24 hours. However, when he did some more research... Um, <laughs> he found out that they, he dug up interesting color about Assyrian, notably that the mobile insurance is a, is really a good business. They posted $4 billion in revenue last year with profits of $98 million at, to $500 million, the publication reported that, um, <laughs> so that says that they're doing something People, they're probably not insurance people. So it's run into some trouble, too. And Surian agreed to pay $1.5 million in fines to improve the clarity of its brochures after attorneys launched an investigation into its practice. So the bottom line is, instead of buying insurance, Consumer Reports recommends that consumers hold on to their previous phone and simply switch back for the remaining term of the contract in case of loss. So those who don't want to step back in technology time can, as you know, they can use versions from upgrading a friend to they can go to sites on eBay or Craigslist. But keep in mind that some of these places have stolen devices. And given the ethical issues and the fact that phones reported as stolen won't work on certain networks, you probably should ask to see an original receipt. So I don't know if this helps you a little bit. But it just seems uh, kind of clear to me that buying cell phone insurance is not a good cause. Walking down the street with your phone in the, your hand is not a good cat cause. And you might as well just hold on to your old phone. And in case of loss or theft, just get that going until you can upgrade to a new one. So I thought this was a very fascinating, fascinating um Look at at cell phones, cell phone insurance, and loss and theft. But just keep in mind, with one in two phones are going to be stolen, it could happen to any of us at any time. Keep it put away. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back in just a bit, and we're going to talk about Ouija boards and then some brain food, which are books. Stay with me. Star you the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. 
what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Be the lucky star you Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are, you are the star. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thank you for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are where the world comes to talk and listen. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, and we know you have a plan for your life. You've set goals and know where you want to go, and there are going to be detours on this road. So that's where I come in. We hope that you are living your dream and working towards your goals. And this program is brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity, empowering women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media programming, and tools for living. We hope you will consider making a tax-deductible contribution today at btsya.org or be the star you are. Dot org. Be generous. We love bringing you these programs. We want to keep our authors and our important messages coming to you and keep everybody upbeat and positive. Well, first, uh, this today being All Souls Day, we hope you all had a wonderful, ghoulish, happy Halloween. It was raining here in our area, yet there seemed to be thousands and thousands of kids out. It was just amazing. I actually went to a... Uh, a Halloween um, festivity with some friends, and there were probably over a hundred kids at the front door. And we were trying to say, "You may take three candies." Everyone was very polite. There were even dogs dressed up. There was one dog dressed up as Oscar Mayer Wiener. It was very cute. I think some of the the best part is seeing the parents and the kids and the animals all out together and 
and just having a really great time. And um, these kids were, you know, they were playing it safe and, and they were just really enjoying themselves. But this gets me to something because we on, um, on our Express Yourself show, the kids talked about the history of Halloween and they talked about All Souls Day and Dia de Muertos, etc. But one of our former guests was a psychic medium and author, Christy Robinette. And she had been posed a question, should parents allow their children to play with Ouija boards? Are they safe? And I do remember in college playing with a Ouija board. I mean, you think it's just a game, right? So I thought it would be appropriate today to talk about that. Because, you know, you think about evil spirits. You think about waking the dead. And so you can think about consulting the board for omens. And especially teenage girls seem to like to sit opposite the partner, rest their fingers lightly on those glowing planchettes, and then ask a question. They're usually some kind of a love question. You know, does he love me? Is he going to ask me out on a date? You know, is he my friend? Blah, blah, blah. And I mean, guys play it too. But you concentrate very hard and you watch as the answer is revealed in the message window. So the Ouija will answer. It's only a game, right? Or is it? So the, on the Milton Bradley box, it says the recommended age group is eight years and up. Well, the Ouija board or the talking board was first introduced to the United States in 1890 as a parlor game and it was sold in novelty shops. And it was just a simple game that Milton Bradley had. Uh, it was Hasbro and Parker Brothers and the Parker Brothers slogan was, it's only a game, isn't it? Well, some people have said, I bought it at a local toy store, and after the kids saw it, you know, they they begged me to use it. I didn't think it was a big deal, so I just thought, okay, let's just let the kids have fun, and because right now there are a lot of paranormal shows on the air, and kids like to play with this. They they like a lot of, you know, the, they love the novel Twilight. They love all this, this idea of witches and... Um, and uh, wizards, and from the Harry Potter books to the Melissa de la Cruz books, which is all about witches, of course, to uh, the Twilight series, which has all the werewolves and the vampires on it. But although it's sold at a game as a game, and it's sold at toy stores, it isn't that the board itself is evil, but the att- intention that comes with it, the intention to talk to the dead, it could cause some issues. Rarely does anybody request a certain uh, person or just any spirit to hang out and come around or any particular spirit they want to communicate with. So if you dialed a random number on your telephone, it'd be hit or miss if you connected with a good person or a bad person. And according to Robinette, it's the same thing with the Ouija board. So what happens, uh, we're going to call this person Katie because she had a a client that called her after her kids, uh, after the client bought this for her kids. And the kids began playing with the so-called game because they were having various unexpected problems. And they were starting, they were having nightmares. They were having electronic issues like the television going on and off. The light bulbs were blowing. They were even having, uh, their cars were breaking down. They were seeing shadows. They were hearing voices. And they heard footsteps, and they didn't know whether it was their imagination or if this was really happening. But since it was happening to several of the kids, it seemed like something was going on. So Katie's 12-year-old daughter, Jacqueline, said 
that a woman came through and said her name was Lexi. And her brother, Jacob, who was nine years old, shyly added, and this Lexi person said, you are in danger. Now, what what Jacqueline thought is that her friend, Abby, was actually pushing the thing around. But all of a sudden, the board just went flying across the room and nobody was touching it. And so that's when Jacqueline, who was only 12, got really scared and went and called her mom. Obviously, I'd be frightened, too, if the board went flying across the room. The kids were frightened, and Katie was upset. This is the mom, because she thought she had done something wrong when she had, what she was trying to do was just buy a game for her kids, never realizing that perhaps she was signing herself up for a haunting. Well, Ouija boards are called spirit boards, and some of them are called angel boards, but they're all used as a channeling device to the dead. So by using a planchette, the spirits communicate through the board to the inquirer. And although there's nothing evil or spooky about a piece of cardboard or a piece of plastic, it's the intent that opens the doorway to the unknown that can bring in some very low-level entities. Now, if any of you listened a couple months ago when we interviewed uh, two best-selling authors and one of them was Robinette, and the other one was a medium who actually is a medium for the royal family, as well as for many of our politicians in Washington and many of our uh, movie stars in Hollywood. And I'm not endorsing any of this. It's what they say is that before they do any channeling or before they do any readings at all, they say a prayer to bring in only good spirits, and they always say they want to keep the negativity away. But what Robinette is saying here is if you unlock your front door, for example, and then you prop it open, you're probably going to get some bugs. Maybe even a raccoon's going to walk in. Or if you live in, you know, a, some, a neighborhood where there's maybe not so, maybe there's some shady characters, you might even get uh, an unwanted person to come into your house. The same goes for the dis- this um, Ouija board, that, which is a divination Instrument. So many kids, young and old, dig out this mass-produced board during Halloween, like last night, and they stir up some ghosts and goblins. After all, it's a simple game, right? Well, ask Katie. She'll tell you if you want a game, maybe you should just pick up shoots and ladders instead. So with that, I just wanted to give that warning here on All Souls Day. Is as much fun as a Ouija board might be. Before you start playing with it, maybe you want to just say a little prayer that you bring in everything positive and everything good. On another note, books and educational toys can make a child smarter. Now, we probably already know that. But they also influence how the brain grows, according to new research that was presented at the annual meeting of the Society of Neuroscience. Now, these findings point to a sensitive period early in life during which the developing brain is strongly influenced by environmental factors. Studies compared identical and non-identical twins, and they showed that genes play an important role in the development of the cerebral cortex, which is that thin, folded structure that supports the higher mental functions. But less is known about how early life experience influence how the cortex grows. So to investigate this, neuroscientists at the University of Pennsylvania recruited 64 children from a very low-income background, and they followed them from birth until they were 20 years old. 
They visited the children's homes at 4 and at 8 to to evaluate their environment, noting the factors such as number of books, educational toys, how much warmth and support they received from their parents and their family members. And then, more than 10 years after the home visit, they used an MRI to obtain detailed images of the participants' brains. And what they found is that the level of mental stimulation a child receives in the home at age four predicts the thickness of two major regions of the cortex in late adolescence, such that the more stimulation was associated with the thinner cortex. So what this means kind of in simple language is home environment at age eight had a smaller impact on the development of the brain regions whereas other factors such as the mother's intelligence and the degree and quality of the care, degree and quality of the care had no effect at all. So it was really important that at age four and younger that they had lots of books and a lot of stimulus. Now, previous work had shown that adverse experiences such as childhood neglect, abuse, poverty, stunts the growth of the brain. But these new findings are highlighting the sensitivity of the growing brain to environmental factors, and they provide strong evidence that subtle variations in early life experience really affects the brain throughout our life. Because as the brain develops, it produces more synapses or um, neuronal connections, and they're needed. So underused connections are later eliminated, and this elimination process, which is called synaptic pruning, is really dependent on the experience. So the findings are suggesting that mental stimulation in early life increases the extent to which our synaptic pruning occurs later and it reduces the volume of tissue in the cortex. And this makes the cortex thinner, which makes information processing more efficient. So the first look at how nurture influences brain structure later in life, as with all observational studies, I mean, we can't speak about it casually. You really have to look at it as a a cognitive stimulation experience. But it does point to one thing, is that books in infancy are critical to better understanding and to comprehension and learning. It adds to that growing body of evidence that early life is a period of extreme vulnerability and that our brain images in early life are showing that we have this window of opportunity during which the effects of adversity can be offset. So parents can help young children develop their cognitive skills by providing a stimulating environment and lots and lots of books. So with that, this is what we do here at Be The Star You Are. We provide books to kids in need, to adults in need, and to to shelters organizations. If you would like to help with our project of increasing literacy and getting books to help us be a more educated and literacy-astute nation and world, make a donation today to Be The Star You Are. You can go to bethestarur.org, or you can make a donation at PayPal, or you can send checks to P.O. Box 376, Moraga, California, 94556. All donations are 100% tax deductible, and 100% of the proceeds go to programs because we are all volunteers. There is no there is no other costs here. So thank you for being great listeners, allowing us into your life each week. 
Make sure you're tuned in to World Talk Radio and Star Style Be the Star You Are with me, Cynthia Bryan, and my co host and personal growth coach, Heather Brittany. We want to give you the expert advice and help you find success and change your life and make your dreams come true. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. See beyond your physical being, know you're already a star. And dream of the future, but cherish the past and live in today. And read a book. It's like a garden in your pocket. Pick up one of our books, Be the Star You Are, and Be the Star You Are for Teens. And I think you will be inspired. They're both award winners and one most motivational books of the year. Until next week, when we celebrate with you once again. Remember, love always wins and kindness prevails and smiles keep us happy. And next week, I will be in the studios live with you in Arizona with my World Talk Radio star team. You'll get to meet all of them. So don't miss the show three to four next week right here with me, Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thanks for joining me. Go out in the world and be the star you are and play with us next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo. The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You.